Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the follow-up formula webinar number two. We did a uh, webinar a couple of weeks ago, and this is uh, a continuation of what we've been talking about. Today, we're going to uh, kind of continue to explore uh, following up with people, and today's webinar is called Discovery, the Art of Attracting and Retaining Guests. And so we are so glad that you are spending a little bit of time with us today. We're going to be here for about a half hour, and uh, we will answer some questions for you uh, usually after our, our webinar. However, if you want to uh, send us a chat request, uh, you can chat uh, by going up to the top of your screen there, and there's some icons there. One of them is a little little chat icon that you can use if you have a question, if it's relevant, or at least uh, to what we're talking about at the moment, we'll try to address it. If not, we'll certainly address it at the end of this webinar, so hang around for that. We're glad that you're here. Pastor Craig Smee is with us, Steve Lacey, I'm Phil Thompson, and we're with StreamingChurch.tv. And what we're doing here is we're more than just a, a company that does streaming video. We've been serving churches since 2001 with all sorts of products uh, and we are we have a vision to help churches use technology to reach people. Uh, we care about the local church, and uh, that's one of the reasons we're doing this this webinar today. So I want to just kind of move on here and introduce uh, some people here to you uh, today. We're going to uh, uh, first of all, I'd like to uh, welcome Steve Lacey, who is the founder and CEO of StreamingChurch.tv. Steve, how are you today? I am doing great. Steve has been uh, uh, doing technology and working. Uh, I always tease Steve about being on the Internet long before the Internet was around. Uh, I guess that was probably the late 80s. And uh, Steve has been with aerospace uh, industry, uh, engineering, and all those sorts of things. And the uh, company started in 2001. And we're just privileged. I'm privileged, and I feel honored to be working with Steve all these, these many years. Steve, thanks for being with us. All right. Glad to be here. This is exciting. It is. It's exciting. And I'm Phil Thompson. As I said earlier, I've been working with the company almost 10 years. I have a, a, a background, I guess you could call it. Well, not guess. I really do. I've been involved in a Christian broadcasting since the late 70s, also doing church work and pastoring and, and being involved in ministry for a long time. And, and I love being involved and, and helping churches. And so uh, we've been doing streaming video for a number of years. So we're glad to have uh, Steve with us. But also I want to introduce our special guest, who was with us last week, Craig Smee. And Craig is, uh, as you'll notice here in just a moment or so, Craig uh, has this accent that comes from South Africa. He's been involved in business, been involved in ministry for many years. Craig, how are you today? Very well, thanks, uh, Phil. It's good to be with you guys again. And uh, uh, thank you for coming back and putting up with that crazy accent again for another, another half hour. I appreciate you guys. Well, we, we appreciate you, and, uh, you know, it's not as we – can, we can use Google Translate to uh, – uh, I'm teasing, of course, but uh, we, we love your accent. We love you, uh, regardless of, of where you're from. And, and, by the way, where are you from? You're now in the States, and you're working with a local church in the Texas, Oklahoma area. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah. We, I'm, I'm now serving as uh, both a campus pastor, local campus pastor, and an online campus pastor, uh, with uh, a church uh, called True Life Church, um, who um, their vision uh, really kind of sits well with mine in that uh, part of our vision statement is to build other healthy churches. So um, really just love the fact that uh, 
I get to work with the ministry and get to work with you guys who are all about building other churches and helping other churches attain uh, excellence in, uh, in reaching as many people as possible. And you've been working with us uh, off and on now for two or three years and uh, have helped us a lot with what we do and have helped many churches. So uh, what I'm going to do here is let Craig kind of take things over here. And uh, he has had a, a lot of success in church growth, in reaching people, in uh, following up with people and helping people become uh, more than just visitors, but being involved in their local church. So, uh, Craig, it's all yours. Great. And uh, really want to just encourage you guys. Um, thanks so much for, for, for the intro, Phil and Steve. just want to encourage you guys, if you are joining us on the webinar, or even if you're joining us afterwards um, in, in a recording, uh, to, to go ahead right now, even as we're speaking, and just um, just start shooting off some questions in the chat room. If, if I speak too quickly, um, just let me know if I use a South Africanism that you don't understand. Uh, <laughs> let me know. And I uh, would love to just answer those questions and, and just uh, just be able to make contact with you. There is some contact information in the slides. Um, and even right now, you can um, you can ping me directly on my Insta account or, or whichever way um, you are looking at um, contacting us. Streamingchurch.tv as well, if you have any questions or would like to make any contact. Um, I just wanted to quickly um, spin through uh, slide number one, um, which is really all about just um, the first couple of slides are just summarizing where we are and what we had discussed last week. So if you didn't join us last week, you can at least get a snapshot. First of all, we, we discussed that your church is at the middle of quite an incredible orbit that's happening right now. Um, and that is the tussle between real world and digital world. And not only is that, um, is that tug of war happening right now with with members coming to you, your staff, your team, even yourself, um, but even the def definition of what real world and digital world is. Uh, you speak to anybody under the age of 18, and they even see Facebook as a, as a more real world type technology um, and platform than Snapchat um, is on the digital front. So um, that's always evolving and always moving. And with even in those is to understand what is the realm around our church and our church members and not assume that uh, we know what channels people are utilizing just because um, we use certain channels. And really the, the, the day's discussion is to understand um, the, how, we close this, how we close this engagement loop, how we, how we enable digital discovery, how we, how we get people participating, how we actually kind of close the gap between um, people just dipping their toe into our organization, but then um, actually getting involved. And when we can get these two uh, areas, these two audiences, um, if you have a look at slide number two, the two primary audiences that we have, if we can, if we can get these two primary audiences to talk well, um, we're fundamentally creating an invite culture. We're creating what the secular world calls Let's create that. But what we're trying to do is we try to say, hey, how do we get people um, excited about coming to church, about engaging with Jesus, about engaging with the programs and things that we're running at our church? How do we get them talking about that? So if we can get people um, really excited um, about being discovered and discovery, they're asking questions like, who are they? What does the preacher sound like? What do they believe? Where are they? What can I expect when I get there? 
Um, and we really are looking at the minute we have somebody stepping into our organization discovering us and we look back at them and try and discover them, that's when we are actually reaching out to people. We've got into a mindset in church that we've got to get people to come in. We've got to get people to come to our location. We've got to get them engaged. And, and really, we've lost the touch of actually reaching out to individuals and trying to discover back them, discover who they are. And that's why a number of the tools that you'll see that Steve and Phil have been talking to you about as regards their, their online streaming church platform that I've really kind of um, looked at and, and investigated and seen how that can really help an organization like yours. Um, these are the tools that we're talking about that not only allow people to look into your organization, like watching a stream or watching what your preacher sounds like on a stream, but also now is we now need to be able to build the tools that they are able to discover what those viewers are and who they are. And that's why the, the, the initial pop-up email, the email response tools, the chat room and the banners and all of those tools that Phil and Steve have built into the streaming platform are so vitally important to be able to be utilized to reach back out to the audience and not just allow the audience to take a snapshot of who you are. step is obvious is they're going to want to engage back with you and so that's the next primary audience uh, is your engaged audience how can i be a part i want to be a part how do i give how do i sign up for a study group a life group a discipleship class how do i study and get and get involved we can get these two audiences to work well together we're going to find that our discovery and our engagement will create excitement will create an invite culture on our social media platforms, we're going to see people referring, sharing, liking, commenting on, praying for. And slowly but surely what we've seen is if you can get that engagement up using these basic tools, uh, and these, these, some, of, some of these tools aren't just basic, they're quite advanced tools at reaching back out and getting people engaged, coming back again and again, feeling loved is what we do as a church. Um, then we're going to find that people will start getting excited and that invite culture will start developing. It's that, that online community culture now becomes so prevalent that what starts happening is people are really getting excited and are starting to form life groups and online groups um, away from your church stream that's encouraging your culture and your church is now a fully-fledged online community um, as opposed to people just looking in in discovery mode. And so um, when we have a look at that, we can summarize that under the, the slide number three, which really discusses the three steps to getting that kind of invite culture going. Um, to understand that discover, when we're discovering people, it's a two-way discovery. Uh, we need to provide information about them, but we also need to learn about them back. We need to discover them so we know how to really promote and put forward the best steps of engagement for them. You don't want a family um, in groups when actually all they want to discover is that there's a child, child, children's church attached to your ministry. How do I get involved with that? How do I check my kids in? So we need to be able to ask questions. And I'm not talking physical, but if you can start translating that into digital as well, 
is uh, one of the questions we ask people is, um, hey, how many people are, are watching with you um, when, we, when we're chatting to you so that we can start to get a feel um, of, of watch parties and provide them different tools of engagement uh, with us because they are running a watch party. So it's just about understanding that it's a two-way discovery. And then once people answer your two-way discovery, that's really a flag saying, hey, I want to get engaged with your church. And we want to be able to provide usable content for them, uh, discipleship content, content that's easily shareable, content that's easy to consume, uh, chat them for their next step. Don't just think that because I'm streaming that I don't have to build um, websites and platforms and social media groups for them to go to um, because it, otherwise you're just pushing out a stream, you're pushing out information about your church and about that week's message and you're not inviting them in to go to other places. That's why something like a follow-up email tool is so useful. And so when we have a look at um, we, we really want to be able to send the right content to the right platform for the audience, and we want to be able to provide really easily accessible involvement. Then once that happens is, is we're going to get um, confirmation of engagement, we're going to get continued communication, and we're going to have kind of almost stories, like the making of um, stories that are coming in. The making of my story, the making of my testimony, the making of this church, the making of this. Hey, I'm just promoting my church. I'm just setting out my announcement. And we now start engaging in people's lives and discovering each other. We really start to see stories being told that uh, really become the heart of the excitement about people engaging with your church and your organization. All of this is going to take really good dialogue. Not just dialogue in a chat room um, around the stream, but really about dialogue with people on the platform of their choice and creating meaningful opportunities for them to engage in dialogue on whatever platform. Even if that is email, it doesn't matter. We need to get good at dialoguing. Two-way discovery equals dialogue. And so when we have a look at that, we need to begin to pick well, what are the platforms people dialoguing on in my environment? And if we have a look at number four, slide number four, it's, um, it's, it's a plethora of, uh, of tools that we can use. And if you just push the study for a moment on the circle, um, we, we understand that on the left, we have things like normal mail, where, we are, where we're sending people postcards. And, but on the right, we've got things like Snapchat and um, Google Plus, even though that's like a shootout in a ghost town, there's still, there's still people engaging on that platform. There's still tools that we can leverage in Google Plus to help discover. How many of you know that the more content we push to Google Plus, the better our search rankings become? And more people are stepping into your church via search engines than via your website or via your online church stream. So why not make sure that just as much as you're promoting your website on places like Google and Google Plus that you're also promoting your stream because that's where people are going to discover you that are maybe removed from your location. But if you have a look at your church, maybe you would like to take this circle and say, well, hang on, on the left, there's exceptions. There are on the, there's youth coming in that love to use Snapchat, but that's not the bulk of my congregation. What is the central thrust 
What platforms sit in that middle space for your church, your norm? Is it Google? Is it search engines? Is it Google Places? Is it something like Yelp? What is the norm? What you're seeing there is a generic image, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the image that represents your organization. Where are people discovering you and where can you start engaging in dialogue? And so when we have a look at that, and now we add the discovery, engage and invite um, or involve people, we now start seeing, well, hang on, what does your discovery spectrum look like? Where are people finding you? You might be saying, oh, well, Craig, you know, everybody comes in on, on, uh, on our website. Well, how are they discovering your website? Um, is your meta tagging good on YouTube, on your, on your platform? On your, on your streaming platform, on your church stream, on your streaming church platform, are you are you are you up to speed with the kind of analytics that it takes to understand and discover the audience that's trying to discover you? Do you know where they come into your website? What's the longest watch time? What's the longest wait time? When do they exit? Where do they exit to? That's always you might not be having one-on-one -on -one dialogue, but you are finding out, you're discovering about the people that are discovering you. You need to understand how are people digitally finding you? How are people engaging with you? On what platform and where are they getting at? And nine times out of ten, a lot of churches will be surprised. Yelp reviews go unanswered. Perfect opportunity for dialogue. Facebook reviews, Facebook comments of new visitors go unanswered. When you see new people liking your Facebook page, why aren't we dialoguing with them, welcoming them, telling them about our streaming platform, asking where we discuss, but we need to be pushing back and discovering them and making sure we know what that discovery spectrum looks like. And then when they move into an engaged space, they answer back, they tweet back, they post back, they arrive at your location, they chat in your chat room, they complete an email request to, for somebody to email you on the online platform. What does it look like? Where are they engaging the most? And what that will do is it will allow you to say, now that we've got them engaged, they've discovered us, we've discovered them, that equals engagement. And then once the engagement starts happening, now we need to say, how do we make sure that we can keep up this conversation? Make sure they're constantly getting information, that they feel part of a community, that they feel pastored, they feel cared for, they feel nurtured. Well, that's all now having a look at saying, well, what's the best possible tool that I can use in in engaging with those to I can ask that question because once somebody engages with your church, they want to be able to give. Is giving on your streaming church platform easy? Does it click through? That are you able to collect information and help them um, with their engagement? And then finally, well, when they get excited between this whole process of discovery and engagement, they can then start inviting their friends. Whether that's engaged in your local church, brick and mortar local church, or that's getting engaged on the streaming church platform. The streaming church platform is a great platform for people to invite friends to your church without getting them out of their living room. And so are we providing them tools? Are we regularly promoting the online experience as a method of getting their excitement a, a channel? to express the excitement about their church, express the excitement about engagement, and, uh, and invite people to, to get involved. Um, and that's really a, a tool to 
three circles. My first circle is going to be what my discovery spectrum looks like. My second circle is going to be what my engagement spectrum looks like. And finally, my third circle is what my um, invite culture spectrum looks like. And you can push those little things around and, and, and put, put, plug and play with them as much as you like on saying, hey, what is it? Where do I need to communicate? Where do I need to focus my discovery? What tools do I have at my um, availability? What tools do I have available to me to be able to help me promote and engage and get people inviting? So that's kind of what, what the, the, the thrust of your discovery, engagement, and um, um, your advocate platforms look like. We are talking discovery today. But you can understand that discovery is the door to all of these other things. So if you get your discovery to engage, that your discovery actually becomes the most important thing. This is not just about blasting out Facebook advertising or, or getting really good chat rooms. No, the handoff between discovery and engage is actually your win. Because if you're just blasting out Facebook posts for the sake of blasting out Facebook posts, your engagement is not going to go up. Um, but if you're now discovering people who are engaging with your content, you're going to get them engaged. And so the benefits of focusing on a good discovery to engagement handle is that your invite culture will then begin to kick. Slide number five just goes very briefly into typical behavior of discovery and discoverable. So in other words, what we try to do is we try to make our organization as discoverable as possible. And we're trying to dialogue with people who are in discovery mode to make them as the kind of behavior that exists generally is people are finding organizations that they want to engage with either on a Google search or via social media recommendations. So that's why your social media invite culture of your online experience or even your, your church experience is so vital because creating good discovery points is actually collection points for your invite culture that's kicking uh, people towards discovering your church. The two are synonymous. And so when you have a look at that, people are generally looking for referrals or invites on social media or are seeking solutions on Google. And that really, we want to say, drives people to your web experience, towards your app experience, or whatever that looks like for you. And what your spectrum dictates is the best channel for them to come into. Finding your location is a high, high question asked in the United States and around the world. Google is pivotal. Google Places is pivotal to you when you are listing and trying to get people to discover you and then discover them. They're looking for answers to life's problems. Don't think that somebody moves to a new um, city and types your church name in to Google. No, they are searching for other things. In your region, in your area, what are some of life's problems that people are Google searching for? Do some analytics on that and find out. Discover the people that you are looking to discover your organization. And uh, they, they, um, are looking um, for life's problems. They're looking for a church near me, not the name of your church. They are looking for, I'm going through a divorce. Well, do you have YouTube content 
with good metadata that will pop up in a Google search in that area um, around divorce, around suicide, around drug addiction, around today. What does your preacher sound like? What does he look like? I know that's not important to us because we sold out to our local leader, but you've got to invite somebody and you've got to make your preacher discoverable. And so what does that look like? What do you expect when I get there? Sorry, excuse the spelling mistake on, on that last slide. What do you expect when I get there? And so we go. We need to be able to build content that allows us to be discoverable, not just put any content on our website, any content on Facebook. No, go back to slide number four. Have a look at where your thrust is. Where's your norm? And find out what content is best on what platform. And where do we push people that are coming to our stream? Where do we push them to? To show them that we care about them. We're not just trying to promote our church. Our response to this kind of behavior should be that our websites are pretty simplified. Uh, our um, I'll catch pop-ups and help. Much effort that is put into our info desk at our local church, we should really be looking at, uh, at those, those kinds of pop-ups. Um, and I'm going to come back to your, your, your question in a few moments, Steve, on um, platforms, uh, if your staff are on those platforms, and how to discover what platforms your people are using. Just want to get through these last few this last few points here, and then we'll take those questions. So we need to be able to have that auto email dialogue. We need to be able to review. We need to be able to like. We need to be able to have good shareable content in our app. A lot of churches I've noticed build out an app with a great uh, streaming environment built into their app, but then they don't have any share capability for people to right then and there share with their friends. Um, we need to be able to have good connect processes with our databases, AdWords, metadata, and analytics are all part of it. And here's a good question. You need to understand that our data has to have a seat at the table. We often sit around talking about what we assume our people are using. Oh, I, I think they're using Facebook to connect with us. Why? Because nine times out of 10, Facebook is your preferred channel. But what are our people actually doing? A good way of just discovering this is to make sure you're diving into the analytics, not only of your website, but also of your streaming platform. So have your analytics running on stream, your streaming church platform. Make sure that your website um, is completely into, G, into Google Analytics, because it not only shows if people are tending towards clicking on sharing on Facebook or clicking on sharing on Twitter or clicking on sharing. Remember, if you can have a few sharing buttons on some content that represent a cross spectrum of, of social media platforms, you are discovering that you're... And so you'll be able to start seeing what your audience is sharing on, and that will be one of the platforms that you'd put into your norm. But you can track all of that utilizing Google Analytics and seeing what that is. And I know that Streaming Church will help you on your platform getting your analytics up and running and making sure that analytics is something that you can have at the seat of the table. Data has to have a seat at the table. Wherever you get that information from, get it. Don't get it from assumption. If you have a look back at slide number four, I said we need to have a look at the adoption adaption. What are people adopting? 
and we need to adapt to what they are adopting. And we need to analyze by using things like clicks, share buttons on different social media platforms, trying different share items, trying different content. And when we start getting the analytics of our click-throughs on our websites coming back to us, that would at least give us some form of dipstick to the audience. Then, please, and I, and I want to implore you, I've sat with many churches that assume um, too much. They assume that they know their digital crowd. They assume that they even know the crowd sitting in front of them at church. But people have got crazy behaviors. And I want to tell you a small story just to, to help you with that. I was at a conference the other day, and I was giving away some of, some of my media material. And um, somebody walked up to me and said, um, hey, can I get all of this on CD, uh, your, your podcast on CD? And I, and I looked at this gentleman a bit strangely and, and said, no, we, we don't produce CDs. But you can get me here. You can get me there. And I gave him some of the websites and, and podcasts that he could get me on. And he said, no, no, I don't do uh, apps and, and that kind of thing on my phone. I use my phone for telephone calls and messaging. Well, a few moments later, we were busy packing up. And the same couple that approached me asking me for the CDs turned around and asked the wife, hey, what should I pre-order for you at Starbucks because um, I'm making the order now? And there he was on his mobile device ordering at Starbucks. Um, he just told me that he doesn't usually use his phone for those kind of advanced digital experiences, but there he was. He hadn't understood that the Starbucks app for him was so usable that he hadn't even put two and two together that he was doing an advanced digital ex experience on his mobile device. So the only way we're going to be able to have a look at that is analytics, your Facebook analytics, your Google analytics. Get that information in. Pour over it. Start looking at it seriously. Before you make digital decisions, make sure that data has a seat at the table. And I hope that that has answered your question, Steve, um, around that, that item. It was a great way to end that discussion. So if we want to go along to the thank you slides, I just want to say to hand it back to you guys. I hope that I've covered this discovery item. Um, very excited about next week. And be sure to share this with your friends and people in your church because we really are going to start delving into, well, now people are coming. They're asking questions. They're in discoverable mode. We're discovering them. They're discovering us. How do we actually connect them and get them engaged? How do we get them coming back and making sure that they are engaged with our church and organization? And I think I'm one minute over time. My apologies. <laughs> That's not a problem, Craig. We like this. It's good information and it's good uh, opportunity. If anybody has any more questions, you can certainly uh, chat with us right now. And uh, we actually will have this online uh, avail available probably in a, in a day or two. So you can check that up. So when is the next webinar? Uh, it will be, I believe, uh, the 17th. Am I correct on that, Steve Lacey? I think you're not. <laughs> <laughs> the 23rd. We're doing every other week here, so the 17th would be a week from today. Okay. So it will uh, be. Yeah. I don't think that's weeks. the 23rd. I'm out of town on the 23rd, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I think I mentioned very evangelically that it will be next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Well, maybe it will not. be then. My apologies. Yes, it will be. <laughs> no, it'll, it'll, it's every other week. Okay. Well, we'll make that we'll information. We'll get it figured out. <laughs> 
but we're excited about this, and uh, we uh, we sure appreciate you, Craig. Uh, appreciate uh, the the gifting and the talents that you bring into this uh, equation here, because it's really all about reaching people, but also connecting with them. And as you said during this webinar, uh, discovery and being discoverable. So uh, we appreciate your time. And if you want to get a hold of Craig, there's the information on there. Craig at nimble.church. What is nimble.church? Real quickly, Craig. It's uh, when, when we were called from South Africa, the Lord gave us the word that we would unlock churches that are, are stuck in, um, in, in, in kind of a place where they're not reaching people. They've, they've, they've kind of plateaued. And uh, the only way to get nimble is to be able to understand the world, understand the digital world, and, and be able to get on and on. So I started a little nonprofit organization called Nimble.Church um, that is uh, providing, um, uh, when, I, when I speak into a church, it's usually I enjoy sowing into that church. And uh, when the Lord blesses, he blesses, and we put those funds towards um, building um, churches in Africa. And so Nimble.Church is born out of a heart to, to enable digital church, but then also to be able to feedback and enable physical church where they are having difficulties in, in getting set up. So that's what nimble.church is. All right, good. And that's the domain, nimble, N-I-M-B-L-E dot church. And of course, you can reach us at streamingchurch.tv and chat with us there, or you can call us toll free. All right. Any closing thoughts, Steve, as we wrap this up? No, I just, uh, a lot of this stuff is is not rocket science, but it's attention to detail and just playing the game right. And Craig's done an incredible job. I, I got to meet uh, the staff around Craig while he was absent, and they had nothing but great things to say about you, Craig. You've had oh, quite an impact. I've taught them well. Uh, well, that's good. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we appreciate you spending some time with us today. Uh, we will catch you next time on a, another follow-up formula webinar. Number three will be coming up soon. We'll send you the information. Thanks, and have a great day.